The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Remain standing for the reading of God's word. And if you were not standing before, please rise on your feet, pick up your Bibles. We do some Bible reading and allow the word of God speak to us himself. The word of God is a person. Just a short reading this morning. We are still receiving. We're going to continue to receive till the end of this service. Amen. And even after we leave the service, we'll continue to receive for the rest of the day. Service may end, but God's work in our lives doesn't end. When we go to bed tonight, we will receive as we go to bed. When we wake up tomorrow morning, we'll continue to receive. Glory be to God. And we'll keep receiving until the next service we come for on Thursday. And we'll just keep receiving and receiving and receiving. But have you received right now? Don't say because I'm going to receive tomorrow. I don't have to receive now. I can wait till tomorrow. Who told you that? You deal with God in the realm of now. That's all you are guaranteed. Now faith is. Praise God. Ephesians 5 and 15. See then that you walk circumspectly. Not as fools. But as wise. This is our month of wisdom. Our devotional study is wisdom. So don't walk like a foolish person. You may feel like walking like a foolish person. You may be tempted to walk like a foolish person. Being foolish may seem the way you just feel. That's the feeling that appears to you. But say, don't do it. See to it that you walk circumspectly. Not as a fool, but as a wise person. Redeeming the time. So make good use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, verse 17, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And then it goes on to tell us the will of the Lord. And here it is in verse 18. Do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but this is the will of the Lord. I'm going to say it the way we are doing it this morning. Receive a fresh anointing. Receive an impartation from God. Keep receiving an impartation. Be filled with the Spirit. It is foolishness not to be anointed. This is the third impartation service we're having in this series. I announced on, in April when we did the first one. God told me I have three impartation services. I didn't even know Reverend K was going to be doing this with us at that time. Be filled with the Spirit. Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. That's what we do when we come to church. We speak to ourselves. Reverend K spoke to us. I'm just going to speak to you now. We speak psalms. We speak hymns. The song we just sang, spiritual songs. Glory be to God. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. These are the things that will happen when you have a fresh anointing. Giving thanks always, not sometimes, not only on Thanksgiving Sundays, always for all things that God 
um, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And as Dr. K talked about in the message, submitting. People that are not, don't have a fresh anointing on their lives or people that are not filled with the Spirit, they have, they have a problem with submitting. Submitting to one another. And then he went on, I will admonish you to read the rest of the chapter at home, talking about how husbands and wives should behave, how children and parents should behave, you go into verse 6, how um, employees and employers should behave, on and on. But keep in mind, he's talking about, first of all, he's talking about wisdom. Don't be a foolish person. And he specifically narrows the wisdom he's talking about, be anointed. It's foolishness to be in the 21st century and not be anointed. And then he talks about, which is what I want to teach us this morning, the anointing you've received. Has somebody received a fresh touch from God this morning? You are sure? Or should we quickly go and stop Reverend K on Todd Language and have him come and do the service again? Does he have to come to do that service again? Or you received that word? You received the spirit behind that word? You received the help? I can't hear you. Did you receive something? Really, what Paul was teaching us here is we want to receive anointings and impartations like that. Then how to keep it? How to keep it? Father, we thank you for the reading of your word and the blessing upon the reading of your word. Speak to us again. This brief minute we have this morning. And let the help, the anointing, the grace, the blessing that you have poured out afresh on us. Let it have tremendous impact in our lives. In Jesus' name. High five your neighbor and tell him, oh, I have help from God. You may be seated. Praise God. So, for this season, like I mentioned a moment ago, this is the third and final impartation service that God told us to have this season. I told you, he said we should have three. Of course, we will still have more impartation services, but I don't know when the next one will be. And I remember in the first meeting, we stressed again the importance of the anointing. Specifically, I started talking about the grace of God upon the church. If you remember in April, I said we should go back and realize that next year, August, it will be 30 years. That's no small time that God spoke the vision of King's Word to Dr. K. And I told you, learn to put 30 years on a piece of paper. Sometimes when you summarize life like that, your, clear, your perspective can be simpler. If you try to live life just day to day, Nepal and Lagos traffic can disorientate you. And you will start majoring on minors instead of um, um, majoring on major things. Put life on a piece of paper. And I remember in that meeting, we talked about the oxymorons or the contradictions of life. Both your personal life as a believer and life generally. And there will always be contradictions. And we said, look, don't get bothered by the ups and downs that are happening around you. So you're a shepherd boy, David. God has called you to be king. Don't get stuck in your shepherd boy background. Why would God call a shepherd boy to be king? Contradictions. 
Why can't he call the son of the king to be king? Why didn't God choose Jonathan? When you get to heaven, ask him. God brings out beauty from ashes. He lifts the poor from the dunghill. Sometimes he won't pick the son of the king. He will pick a shepherd boy. And if we are not careful, we will get disturbed by these contradictions. Some people get problems when they see flaws in a man of God. Don't let that bother you. God has put treasure in earthen vessels. What you've got to learn to focus on is the anointing that God has given you, David. Not that your father is a cattle rearer. Not even that you are going to be the king. Focus on the anointing because it's that anointing that will help you overcome your contradictions in life. And you will ultimately become what God wants you to become. Talk about that. That if you are in this church, the anointing on the pastor should be able to flow in your life. When I say I don't fall sick, you shouldn't be falling sick. By the way, all of you that came out for prayer for sickness, beautiful, thank God. And we believe you are healed and touched by the power of Almighty God. But please note, we have a platform in this church where we minister to people that are sick. You don't have to be sick. I have not been sick for over 25 years. Please make sure you are on that platform. Pastors, help your people to get there. And when we call for the clinic for people that be um, here, don't just be rushing out only when Dr. K comes. So that is good. There's nothing wrong with that. But Dr. K is not going to be here next week. In any case, is that the only time you want to be healed when Dr. K comes? Or you want to live like me that I've not been sick in 25 years? The anointing on your pastor, you can enjoy. The anointing on Dr. K, you can enjoy it. Last, yesterday in the conference, we had a ball lineage. The anointing on Reverend Victor, you can enjoy it. The anointing on Reverend George, you can enjoy it. Because this church ministry has a lineage. Not only this ministry, any man of God on the face of the earth, the grace on his life as a believer, because it's one anointing God has. Because it's one spirit God has. Any believer can enjoy any anointing on only man of God on the face of the earth. Not only men on the face of the earth. You can open your Bible and the anointing of wisdom that God put on Solomon. You can enjoy it. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. We, we established that. Be wise. Learn to live with the anointing. The second meeting we had, it was a king service meeting where we try to encourage everyone to get into stewardship and service. And we talk mainly about having the mind of Christ. Philippians chapter 2, let this mind be in you that was in Christ. The mind that will make you humble yourself and serve the rest of us. Be imparted with that kind of mind. Carry that kind of spirit. So that like God exalted Jesus and gave him a name above every other name. That the mention of the name of Jesus, every name will bow. Like Jesus experienced amazing supernatural prom um, promotion. You too can have promotion in your life. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? Today I want to talk to you this final teaching in this anointing series. Keeping and maintaining the anointing that you have received. So I want to talk to you about briefly. Keeping it. That's what Apostle Paul was addressing there. Get the anointing, then he told you how to live your life. Because if you come to service and you're anointed afresh, 
and you go to work and you are misbehaving with your employer or your employee, the anointing that was giving you can dissipate. And six months later, we can't see it again. They, they prayed for business people now. You got anointed. How many business people got anointed afresh this morning? You now go to work tomorrow and start doing funny things. The anointing you receive, it, it may dissipate. You need to know how to keep what you have received. Let me back up a bit. First of all, you need to receive something. Let me hear someone shout again and say, I've received something. I can't hear you this morning. I have received something. Then you know how to keep it and maintain it so that by this time tomorrow, we can see the evidence of the grace you have received in your life. This anointing is for the next six months. The rest of this year. By July ending, we want to start seeing some things manifesting because of the anointing. Can I hear a loud amen? Yeah. By August, September, more things have come forth in your life by reason of the anointing. Yeah. By November, December, another more things have come forth. And as you're ending the year, you will have seen an abundance of the benefits of the grace that has been imparted to you. That will be somebody's testimony here in the name of Jesus. Let's start by establishing this again. Number one is that you are anointed. Before you came for this service, you were anointed. We don't have anointing meetings or impartation services because believers don't have the anointing. Mm -mm 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 -mm. First John 2.20 But you have an anointing from the Holy One and you know all things. Every born again child of God is anointed. When did he get anointed, Pastor T? The day he got born again. That's when the anointing moved in. The helper moved in. And the helper has remained with him or her forever. Glory be to God. Can I hear somebody shout, I'm anointed. We are not saying you are not anointed when we are talking about a fresh impartation. What we are talking about is stirring up that anointing, activating that anointing, getting it to come upon you on a whole new level, afresh, so that the impact and the potency of that anointing can be evident in your life. We don't have believers, Christians are not anointed. We have believers that don't walk and operate in the anointing. Maybe because they don't know the anointed, and maybe because they don't know how to keep and maintain the anointing they carry. And this teaching will help you tremendously in Jesus' name. Amen. Verse 27, 1 John chapter 2. But the anointing which you have received from him. Did somebody receive something from him this morning? That anointing does what? Abides in you. Now, he's talking about the anointing you got when you got born again here. But every time the anointing is stirred up afresh, it abides in your spirit. Please understand that I'm always anointed. Why? I am a child of God. The spirit of the living God abides in me. And when you need it to operate, you should just know what to do to stir it up. And that's why we have impartation meetings. So that the spirit can be stirred up afresh in the believer's lives. Watch this scripture closely with me, Ecclesiastes 9 and verse 8. Let your garment always be white. This is the Old Testament version of what Apostle Paul was teaching us in Ephesians chapter 5. Let your garment always be white 
and let your head lack no oil. Don't be foolish, Apostle Paul said. Be wise. Don't be drunk with wine. Rather, be filled with the Holy Spirit. Let your head lack no oil. This second half of the year, make up your mind. I will not go one day, one week without the anointing. Afresh on my life. Lay your hands on your head and say fresh oil on my life. <laughs> Most of us in dressing this morning, we put some pomade or cream on our hair. As you do it in the natural, learn to do it in the spirit. Let your head, you see, it's your choice. Particularly if you come to a church like ours that we do impartation services from time to time. That anointing has been stirred up afresh in your life. It has been poured out afresh out of your spirit. Don't go without your, your, your head, without oil. So three things God told me to remind you of or share with you in case you don't know them. That will see to it if you live by these three things, your head will not lack oil. Can I hear a loud amen? amen. Number one is your wine skin. Pay attention to your wine skins. Luke chapter 5, verses 37 to 38. And no one puts new wine, fresh anointing. No one stirs up a fresh anointing into old wine skins. Or else, Luke 5, 37. Or else, the new wine, the fresh anointing will burst the wine skins and be spilled. We are talking about keeping the anointing you have received and maintaining it so that its impact can be evident in your life. Check your wineskins. Because if we put a fresh oil on you, wineskin means the bottle, the container that carries the oil. And the bottle is old. Old as in relative... Um, in, Comparison to the wine that we are pouring, what will happen? The wine skin will burst and the wine will be spilled. The oil will be spilled. And the wine skin will be ruined. But new wine must. Hallelujah. Did somebody receive new wine this morning? Are you sure? New wine must be put into new wine skins. And then both the wine... And the wineskin will be preserved. So you need to understand that you are the wineskin. When we are talking about the anointing here. Um, you know you buy a bottle of Coke that will say liquid contents only. So what you are really paying for is the liquid content, but then there is the bottle. That's the same thing. The anointing is the liquid content. You are the container of the anointing. The anointing you have received abides in you. So pay attention to your spirit. That's the primary wineskin. Then you also need to pay attention to your soul. Very important. Your mind, your will, and emotions. That's part of your wineskin. And then you need to pay attention to your physical body. Some people are anointed quite all right. But the physical strength 
and discipline it takes to run with that anointing. Maybe they anointed you for business this day. And the kind of business you do, you need, Monday you have to be in Abuja. Thursday you have to be in London. Friday you have to be in South Africa. Some people are like that. Your work requires a lot of movement, and, but you are, you are not in shape. I, I was talking to someone, he started a new job, and it required some strength. He told me one week after he fell sick. You see, he wasn't in shape. He had to now reconfigure his body. He's now doing the job now. He's not falling weak. All the time he was looking for a job, he wasn't taking care of his wine skin. The rigors of the job knocked him out. Now, that's a smaller part of it. Your soul is important. Your spirit. Some of us, the anointing you received this morning, your spiritual content, your spiritual capacity, if you, if you don't renew it, it will be your story in Jesus' name. We will not see the help. Maybe someone doesn't know or believe that God is his helper. Someone needs to go and spend some time, take some three, four, five scriptures on the Holy Ghost being your comforter, things we've taught you in church. Meditate on it, confess it, believe it, so that your spirit can be robust enough to carry that oil that has come. Many people that are imparted afresh do not take care of their wine skins. And three months later, and asking, ah, didn't we anoint you afresh? The way you handled your wine skin. Particularly, I want to focus on, she's talking about wine skin this morning, your soul. And I want you to, partic- I want to particularly talk about your attitude. See, your soul is your mind, your will, your emotions. And your attitude is vital. Your attitude towards God. We're going to talk about this a lot next week. Your attitude towards the house of God, the word of God, the work of God, the ministers of God, the people of God, your wineskin. Someone can be anointed afresh, but because the person has a low regard for the work of God and the anointing, like we said last service, it's for service. Let the mind of Christ be in you. And the God anoints you afresh. But you're, you just have a wrong attitude about the house of You don't want to serve God. You don't have no regard for. Watch your wineskins. Glory be to God. Number two key is found in Hebrews 12 verse 1. What do I need to do to keep and maintain the anointing I've received? Check my wineskin. Where I need to renew my wineskin, renew my spirit, renew my attitude where I need to be more, do something about my physical body. Hebrews 12, 1, therefore, we also haven't, since we are surrounded by so so great a cloud of witnesses, please watch this, this is the word here, let us lay aside, that's the next key, lay aside, lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares us, And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Sometimes people are anointed afresh, but because of the weights they are carrying in life and the sins that they are permitted in their lives, the anointing just dissipates. I'm teaching you how to keep and maintain 
the oil you have received. It's a time to drop certain weights. Some things are not sins, they are just weights. A good example is what Rebecca was talking about. You are in Lagos and you have gotten so busy in the last six months, you don't have time to pray. You don't have time for the word, maybe because of your job. You have weights. Weights. Is a job a sin? Talk to me, somebody. But the job that can't allow you pray is a wait. Now, the solution doesn't necessarily mean you should resign the job. No. Some people, that may be the solution, but not everybody. You now need to see God's face for wisdom. How can I lay aside this weight? How can I, with this busy schedule job, because I am a believer that has been anointed afresh, and I want this anointing to speak in my life by this time tomorrow. How can I still have time for the word? Have time for prayer? If any man lacks wisdom, what should you do? Ask God. God will show you how you can lay aside the weight. Not necessarily resign your job. In some cases, God will tell you resign. I'll have a better job for you. Lay aside. Then some things are sin. It's just sin. The Holy Ghost will help somebody here this morning, no? I'm going to pray in this service. Anything that's going to hinder that help you have received from God, from bringing forth maximum fruit in your life this next six months, you're going to ask God to help you drop those things. Drop it. Drop it. How? By the help of God and by the power of God. Lay aside the weights. Let me open up my life a bit to you. Watching television is a weight in my life. I've known that for several years. I like to follow the news, CNN. My kids, ah, daddy, you're always watching television. I, need to, I, I like it. But I've realized over the years that sometimes that affects the anointing at work in my life. So there are seasons in my life I don't turn on my television. I'm more mature than it now. I mean, as we're fasting towards the end of the year, my subscription ran out. I just left it, and it's going to be like that. Well, I think because the children are going on holiday this week now, maybe I will renew the subscription so they won't think I'm a bad daddy so that they can watch their cartoons. So I just, I just shut it down. And this is the time I need to focus on God. Lay aside the weight. Sometimes it's a temporal thing. There are seasons in my life, I usually do it like two or three times a year. No TV. There's no, all these people, I, I, I'm online, people are complaining about people in Nigeria. I'm like, must you watch it? If it's a wait for you, don't watch it. Hey, they should ban it. Mm, it's not for you. So, so I, it was at the Babbling Salon that I saw that, oh, this so big brother Nigeria is back. Lay aside the weights. There is no way you can be watching big brother Nigeria two hours every night. First of all, it's even going to impact your work the following day. You won't be able to be productive at work. So you get home around 10. You now use two. I want to relax. You now watch Big Brother Nigeria for three hours. There is no way you can do that. And this anointing we're talking about will get results in your life. Say, wait. Well, for me at least. So let me, I don't know about you. For me. Say, wait. Some of you are looking as if you don't know Big Brother Nigeria. I thank God for your life. I thank God for your life. But if your own weight is not Big Brother Nigeria, I'm sure there's one weight in your life. Watch it. There are things you need to lay aside. Third one this morning, and this is most important. 
And I was so glad when Dr. K mentioned it in his teaching. He didn't open the Bible, it was mentioned in the scriptures. John 15, verse 1 and 2. I am the true vine. My father is a vine dresser. Every branch, speaking about you and I, in me that does not bear fruit. You will bear fruit in Jesus' name. Oh. I said you will bear fruit this second half of the year in Jesus' name. There will be fruit in your marriage. There will be fruit in your home. There will be fruit on your career. There will be fruit in your business. There will be fruit in your finances. There will be fruit in your ministry. In the name of Jesus. This is a fruitful season. God told us eruptions of his blessings. Every branch that does not bear fruit, he takes away. But watch what it does to us. Every branch that bears fruit, he prunes. He doesn't leave it the way it is. May God never leave you the way you are. Amen. Say a louder amen like you know what I'm talking about. Amen. I said may God not leave you the way you are like this. Amen. He prunes. Why? Why? Because he's a mean God. Because he's just, he's just like causing pain. No. You know pruning means they cut off something. And sometimes a painful process, you used to enjoy that thing, God cut it off. He prunes that in the second half of 2019, Pastor T may bear more fruits. I, I love that God. So the third thing for you to maximize this fresh anointing is pruning. Pruning. Listen to me. Some things... And some places, they don't belong in your life in this second half of the year. They may have been here from January to June. But God is pruning them out of your life this season. Amen. This one is a bit harder. But hear it very well. Some people. Nothing really wrong with the people. It's just that where you are going and where they are going is not the same way. Every Jonah in your boat that is causing your boat to sink, God is pruning them out of your life this season. In the name of God. Some people don't belong in your future. It may be for a season. I mean, just after I got born again, I used to have a girlfriend before I got born again. One of the things God told me that you, the two of you are not going in the same direction. I don't even know. She wasn't even born again at that time. So, And this thing about pruning, God is not going to force it on you. You have to allow him. And this is how you come, God says, stop, Pastor T, stop going. I wasn't Pastor T then. Everyone was saying yesterday that I was carnal. I think those are some of the things I was talking about. Stop following this girl. And stop allowing her to follow you, whoever is following whichever. And we went our separate ways. Hallelujah. Some people don't belong in your future. The same way some things need to be added to your life that are not yet there. So it's both pruning and grafting. Somebody needs to allow the Holy Ghost to take away the things that they have no business in your life for the next six months or even forever and allow God to bring the things that belong that are not there. Why did I struggle January to June? The things that you needed are not in your life. You need to allow the Holy Ghost to add them. Maybe someone did not have help for the first six months of the year. To allow God to give you help and take the help. Look at this text with me, Romans eleven seventeen. 
Romans 11, 17. If some of the branches were broken off, somebody say pruning. And you being a wild olive branch was grafted in. Watch what happens when grafting takes place. And with them, you become a partaker of the roots and the fatness of the olive tree. Hallelujah. When you are grafted into a tree, the roots of that tree and the fatness of that tree can be flowing in your life. So God told me to share with us these three things. That when a fresh anointing comes, to, to keep it, carry it well. You need the anointing beyond the service, sir. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? You need the anointing beyond, you need it for the office tomorrow morning. You need it for that home that is turbulent. So if you that ran out when they were talking about turbulence in your home, you need the anointing. Check your wineskins. Husbands, there are some things you should not say to your wife now that you are anointed afresh. Go and read that Ephesians chapter 5 very well. Wives, there are some things you should not say to your husband. They are from the devil. Satan just wants to bring tension in that home. Don't say it. It may cross your mind. You may feel like saying it. Don't say it. Check your attitude. Oh, hallelujah. Take care of your wineskins. Number two, what did I say about the second one? Lay aside. If you have to drop DSTV for a while, drop it. I'm telling you what I'm doing now. Okay, I think I want to watch Nations Cup final. Now that Super Eagles have made it to semi-final. So I will renew the subscription to them because of my children for summer. So I will allow my children to watch. But I'm telling you how I live my life. That thing, I, God showed me that early. This thing is a weight. It's not bad. I grew up watching a lot of movies. I, I love to watch movies. Growing up, I used to listen to a rap, uh, rap music a lot. I mean, my dad owns a record label. There's no CD I didn't have, a record company. I dropped it. Glory be to God. Some things are not seen, but they are weights. And they will, they will just short-circuit the anointing suppression in your life. That will not be your story in Jesus' name. Amen. Then let anything that needs to be cut off. You see, what God is asking you for is to give him permission this morning. Rise on your feet. Just give God permission. To prune what needs to be pruned. Glory be to God. And to add or graft what needs to be grafted. Hallelujah. So that by this time tomorrow, the help of God will be evident in your life. So that like some of us, when they say anybody needs healing, you don't have to run out. You don't have to run out, sir. God told me nobody has any business being sick in your church. Both permanent conditions and temporary. Nobody has any problem being broke in your church. If they will allow the impartation, because Pastor T, why are you enjoying it? It's by grace, sir. I didn't bring it from heaven. Oh, I didn't bring it from heaven. One of the ways I check that I'm where, watch this, please, before we begin to pray, that by the help of God and where I ought to be is when Reverend K starts sharing certain testimonies, whether it's reflecting in one way, manner, or shape in my life. I watch that very carefully. 
So he came and he said, talking about, he didn't tell you, but those of us that have good access, some new dimensions of business is going into. While he was sharing, I was just laughing my hands because me, God has been opening new dimensions of business for me too. The oil should flow from the head all the way to the skirts. Nobody has any business being sick in this church. I don't care what the devil thinks about it. Nobody has any business being broke in this church. Nobody's marriage should be upside down. I mean, Dr. K is about to celebrate 20 years of marriage. By God's grace, we will be doing is it 18 years this year. No, our house is fine. And when they say home, we still shout amen, no. Because you need the anointing. It's the anointing that kept that home safe. Collect another one again. So that the fine can be finer. Hallelujah. Ah, people come and say, Pastor T, we saw you on vacation with cruise. We too, you want. I said, ah, praise God. It's the anointing. We are who we are by grace. So when you see something in your pastor's life, or your spiritual father's life, if he's not your pastor like Dr. K here, or any man of God, he's not just limited to, ah, I'm king sword, so he's only king sword. Mm, he's the body of Christ. If Pastor T doesn't have it, and Dr. K doesn't have it, if somebody else has it, particularly that they are alive and you are interested, glory be to God, ask God for it. Because it's the same spirit. The Holy Ghost at work in me is the Holy Ghost at work in anybody. The same Holy Ghost that was at work in Joseph. Lift your hands this morning. Say with me, Father, I thank you for the fresh anointing that has been poured afresh upon my life in this service for the second half of this year. And I thank you for the wisdom to carry this oil to maintain it to the point where its impact can be evident in my life. Help me, O oh God, to maintain my wineskin as I ought. Help me, O oh God, to lay aside every sin and every weight. Somebody's not praying, no. Open your mouth wide and pray. Let God hear your heart and let God hear your voice. Help me, O oh God, to lay aside every weight and every sin that I need to lay aside. And Lord, prune me. Oh, pray that one again. This is the main one God told me. Prune me that I may bear more fruits. And whatever needs to be grafted into my life, Holy Spirit, I grant you permission to do so this morning. As I pray out loud now, in the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray and receive help. This anointing that came upon your life today, by this time tomorrow, <laughs> we will see it in your marriage. Oh. We will see the fruit in your home. All that tension in the home disappeared. Why? Help. 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 All the frustration in my business vanished. Help. The anointing has come. Kata. Open your mouth and pray. I'm maintaining this anointing. I'm keeping this anointing till I begin to see its fruits. I know what to do. Lord, help me. Help me. The sin I need to drop this morning. The attitudes I need to let go of. 
Come on, somebody pray, pray. Any change that needs to happen in me. I know I'm not perfect. I know I don't know it all. But I thank you for your help, Father. So I receive that help. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Somebody's been touched and transformed again. Pruning is taking place. As you give the Holy Ghost permission, what does not belong is being cut off. Cut off, 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 cut off. What belongs but is not there is being grafted. It's being grafted, it's being added. Pray, pray. Touch us one, touch us all. Let us carry this grace <laughs> that has been given to us. Let us preserve this oil that has been passed down to us. Pray, pray, pray. Let us carry it, maintain it, preserve it. Till it begins to speak louder and louder and louder and louder and louder and louder in our lives. Until there are eruptions, eruptions of God's blessings that will obliterate everything the devil has brought. Shataya, pruning, pruning, grafting, grafting. Somebody lay aside that weight. You know what the Holy Ghost is talking to you about. Just tell him, I lay it aside by your grace. Drop it. Drop it. It's not helping you. It's not helping you. And the Holy Ghost is here to help you. That weight is not your friend. That sin is not your friend. Lay it aside. Lay it aside. You don't need it. For this next six months, you don't need it. Come on, pray, pray, pray. Listen. I want God to help people in the house this morning. That your attitude has been something that is blocking up the channels of your spirit. That some of you I can pick you. I'm your pastor, I know you. For some people, it's so bad, it's on their face. You know, you can't. The, the face is a mirror. I can pick you. But I'm not here to embarrass you. That's not my job. Thank God for his help. One minute, you're going to pray. Say with me, every stinking attitude. You don't condemn yourself. Just pray the simple prayer. It's not complicated. Every stinking attitude that is not of God, but as, as, that has attached itself to me, and I have welcomed and entertained up until now, but if it continues, it will hinder what God has for me in this next six months. Holy Spirit, prune it off. Help me to lay it aside. Rather, let me embrace the mind of Christ. Come on, say, rather, let me embrace the mind of Christ. Open your mouth and sincerely pray that prayer.
God has been waiting for you to sincerely pray that prayer. Oh, just give the Holy Ghost permission. He will help you. <laughs> he will help you. He will help you. He will help you. It's not complicated. Don't try to do it yourself. Oh, you have a helper. Every attitude blocking the channels of my spirit, not allowing me to serve, not allowing me to pray, not allowing me to worship, not allowing me to give as I ought. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Holy Spirit. Come on, pray. I provide the sacrifice. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone. 234 810 0000640.